0: You pushed record.
1: <laughs> I did push record for the first time this so year. I. Yes, and I did mean to tell you and I forgot. Oh. Thank you, Becky. I was supposed to hook you that's up That's what that. I'm here for. So we've hit two record buttons and we've gotten started awkwardly because that's the way it's supposed to go on the first episode <laughs> of 2023 <laughs> on Brevity Box. Welcome back for another episode of the BBX brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network and Area 42 Studios and Sound. If you would like to see our entire roster of podcasts, you can go to our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com and maybe you can just become a fan of, I know I've talked about CHF quite a bit, but now my mom is testimony to the quality of podcasts that we produce because she's a big fan of <laughs> CHF to the point that she listens to Cinephile Hissy Fit, or she has listened to more episodes. Of cinephile hissy fit, then she has her son's podcast. Probably because she hears me talk all the time, and like my wife, she can't deal with more of my voice, which has got a sting, man. Got a sting, but it hurts. Stings, a it hurts a little bit. It hurts a little bit.
2: <laughs> uh, hey but mom. it's our first episode. I know, well, mom's being cruel. So if if we had more moms listening, we'd have a bigger base. So it's not just your mom. I mean, just across the board. Like I know there's everybody's a lot of dads
0: listening. If we had to...
2: some, <laughs> <laughs> <days>. Oh <laughs> <a dare>. my! <laughs> that is a strong demographic. You listen.
1: I'm just <laughs> my my. I, I tried to get my mother to understand that it affects me and it's traumatizing that she won't listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she was literally like, "I know," but let's see what they say about this movie. I was like, "Okay, okay, fine." Just move on.
0: We talk no, about they... movies sometimes too, Mom. Geez. <laughs> and we talk about Harry opposite. Potter.
2: God. Oh, I, I can talk about Harry Potter. That, that
1: was, you know, my we had a freeze in Southern Louisiana, which was quite the, uh if you're from anywhere else in the country, if anything freezes here, and we're talking 31 degrees, anything at 31, the whole area goes into panic. Every pipe, like the city was literally out of pipe wrap. Because it was going to go to like 30 or 28 degrees. And so many people were dripping their faucets that the parishes, what everybody else would know as counties, were sending out messages to everybody to not do that because it was affecting the water pressure across tens of thousands of homes. Really? So everybody was panicking. Yeah. I mean, they were in a state of of panic to the point where my parents hadn't wrapped their pipes and I had to go to I think it was my fourth store that put my name on a list so that I could come back the next morning and have a piece of their new shipment and no big box store was going to have it until after Christmas. Dang. But I told you all that. So I could tell you this basically that led to my parents being at my house and my mother being able to go through the Harry Potter universe with, uh, her daughter in law and, her son and it was the first time she'd ever experienced it and it blew her mind and she was just wrapped up in it. And it, it's one of the things where you feel like maybe she was, yeah. I don't know if you've had this experience where you see your parent act like the child in them comes out. Yes. Where they're excited mm-hmm. and you kind of don't know if they're putting on a bit or if it's just they're, <laughs> they're over-exaggerating their reaction or something. And, um, And Brooke had the brilliant idea of buying my mom the collection of Harry Potter books. And so on Christmas, when she opened her present, her reaction was the first time I've seen my mom act like a 10-year-old girl getting these books for the first time. She was so excited and stoked and blown away. It was probably my favorite part of my holiday.
0: That's so awesome.
1: that yeah, that kind. Of, awesome. How was your yeah. guys' this holiday? I mean, I had a blast watching my mom go giddy. What about you? Do I worked. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: I kept tiny humans alive on for the Christmas holiday. So.
1: Well, way, way to make me feel bad for just being a glutton and enjoying. Hey. But I was enjoying
2: movies and not doing shit while you were saving <laughs> lives. Way to go. <laughs> Well, she opened with I worked and I was going to open with for the first time in 26 years, I didn't. So I kind of felt like an ass. But yeah, that's for the first time in forever, I actually got to enjoy the holidays.
1: Yeah, but listen, I got to give props where props are due. I did not share this picture with Becky, but I should. Mitch gets like the best Christmas decorated tree award. You're, you're your setup was so go- it was amazing, man. Beautiful. I don't know how would you describe. Thanks, man. That? That's really sweet of you. i it was into to the Discord right now. It was so cool. I mean, it, it was. I. I mean, I was. It's one of those few times. I'm not the kind of guy who gets a picture from somebody or sees an image and wants to go and put it in Brooke's face or in anybody else's face. I've shown that picture to everybody.
2: No, you have not. I not swear to God. Me. I have.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody that. in front of me <laughs> that I could put my picture in front. <laughs> and of. And I, I am a Christmas queen. Oh, dude, you are going to shit yourself. It's legit respect. This this tree is gorge. I mean, Brooke couldn't believe it, dude.
2: Did you share it, or do you want me to? I'm I'm gonna share it right now. I'm actually I had already prepped a couple pictures to send, so I'm removing them first because uh, I didn't get a chance to share some of the pictures. We finally got pictures back from. Our wedding, and I was going to send some of those. Oh to Beth. yeah, so those too. But uh, I'm going to send this one right now, so she can check out the the goth tree for my goth oh, Christmas. Man. The dress on your oh, patr- Is so cool.
0: I
1: like that. Isn't it nice? It's black is it for, silver? For anybody listening?
0: Is it a silver tree?
2: It's a black tree. Black it's tree. A black tree. Yeah, yeah. With like silver but tinsel it- in it. No, it's just that it no, kind black? of came out that way The light, just the way that the lights kind of hit it It's it got a really silvery look to it But no, the That's tree really is black pretty. and just plain white lights Thanks. It looks really like gunmetal Oh, yeah, I can see that
0: Well, I asked because I have a silver Christmas tree And it looks like my Christmas tree
2: Wild Yeah, if you zoom hmm. in, you can see that it's it's black Black as midnight <laughs> Black like my heart yeah, and you can't see the. <laughs> no, that's the, really uh,
0: pretty. I like that.
2: We got a new skirt for it too. It's like black and white striped skirt.
1: For the yeah. tree. Yeah, that the one I see, the one I have on my phone is the black and white striped skirt. Oh, okay, so you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that's I cool. mean that's. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's. Look at the amount of decorations on that tree. That they that well, was that's all that was... that's
2: Natalie. She knows how to put up some decorations. I like. I'm allowed to put up a couple, like the Darth Vader ornament. I'm allowed to hang that on there. <laughs> and uh, nice, uh, there is a, a lot potter lot. one on there, but yeah, it's yes, that's her.
1: That's uh, is, I just thought it was a beautiful tree. It is was, it? um, it's one of those you, know, Brooke loves that you know, one of the like we normally haven't gotten a tree, and this year early on, I went and grabbed the nicest tree I could find. It was a beautiful tree. Our decorations don't compare. I mean, you've you kicked us out of the competition, man. Your tree <laughs> sweet. If there was one, <laughs> you totally did. <laughs> well, we do. Do you like guys that, do? That do
0: you and Brooke do real or fake trees? Real. Real?
1: Yeah. Real Noted. trees. I would yes.
0: die if I came to your house.
1: Because <laughs> of the allergies? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you were colorful, we would probably go with a fake tree. <laughs> Sorry. What'd you say, Mitch?
2: That's super
0: sad. I know.
1: Yeah. But I
0: prefer like I have white Christmas trees and I have a silver Christmas tree because there's like a backstory. Everybody in my family has a silver Christmas tree somewhere in their house because my grandpa and grandma were like super poor and they went and bought like a silver Christmas tree their first Christmas together. So it was like one of those that had like the rotating color wheel, you know, like the really old one. so like everyone in our family kind of carried on that tradition after they passed. So we all have silver Christmas trees and then I um have white Christmas trees. That's a trees. great tradition. Yeah. It is
2: a great Christmas tree. Do tradition.
1: You, you have do you, are you a multiple Christmas tree person? Do you have, I have like three six trees Christmas in your house? Christmas trees. Oh <laughs> That's so awesome. A full size? Like like five, six foot trees. hmm You have yeah. six Christmas trees in your house.
0: hmm <laughs> It's a problem. <laughs> I'm seeking counseling for it.
1: There's it's an a wee, wee bit of a great of show on, on, on like the learning channel for people like you right now, right? <laughs> I just can't stop on Christmas. Cream. It's a wee bit of a problem. Uh, I, I just, like this because it's I kind also of continuing have an addiction. Christmas. I have
0: an addiction to Hallmark ornaments, like the keepsake ornaments. Oh boy! So I need vessels for my ornaments.
1: So this is why I Sorry. know you like shows like you. You're starting to sound like <laughs> the trees are your victim. I need vessels for decoration. <laughs> what? Why did you keep killing? Because I kept having to buy Hallmark decorations and I needed new vessels. Listen. I, where can I put the decorations if there's I no have to,
0: I have to support Hallmark because they've done a couple JJ ornaments, okay?
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's you know I don't want to just leap into the segue about JJ yet because I know you're gonna get sad when I ask you. Okay. Let's 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 stumble our way through your New Year's. Like, tell me, like, do you guys are you kind of people that have recently, let's say in the last five years, have you during New Year's taken the initiative to go out to a place to see fireworks?
0: Um. No, because I've been working.
1: Oh, okay wow. well see you're just gonna keep making me feel just uh, bad for about 30 seconds and then i'll be like it's okay i have fun <laughs> now that's cool but i mean and in, in, do you if for anything i mean do you make a, are fireworks a big deal to you do you enjoy them
0: oh i love fireworks
1: i love like them down the street fireworks neighborhood stuff or do you like the big i hate
0: the neighborhood ones? ones i like the big show ones how does
1: about that you make sense
0: mention?
1: yeah yeah Oh, those are beautiful. Yeah, that's my Christmas tree. Well, two happy. of them. Whoa.
0: One's a Disney yeah. tree and one's a butterfly tree.
1: <laughs> this is funny because this looks like if like a tree god had a soul that was split down the middle. One, two of these trees are the sides of it, right? Like one white tree for the one side and then the <laughs> black gunmetal tree
2: for the fun side. Man. i thought i loved christmas we've got one little one i've got like a the one that you guys saw and then the uh the theater room one just like a little like four footer but not not nearly as decked out as these
1: i don't know man your tree is pretty dope
0: your tree is really i really like your tree
1: yeah i like your tree it's 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 unique Sounds really trite to say that, like I'm trying to compliment you, but it actually is
2: unique. It's a fucking looks gunmetal, man. Looks I cool. do wish you could see the the angel on top a little bit better the the super goth skull angel. On top. Oh, oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. Like, You're right. I see. Yeah, you can't really see it, but it's not. It's not cute. At, at first glance, I looked at the big uh, skull
1: on the wall. I was like, "That's huge!" Like I like yeah. I thought it was hanging off your tree. Just I thought that
0: was an ornament too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's just the house decor. <laughs> that's just the normal off-season that's decor, just, Becky. Yeah. No
0: oh, okay, awesome I thought it was part of the tree. My bad.
1: Yeah, it's, it's awesome. You guys did better than me. I don't have a picture of my tree, but I'll send you a sad one because the tree's about on its way out. <laughs> you know, it, in New Orleans, the tree has to last until today. We're recording this on January sixth uh which seems weird right now that i just said it out loud to celebrate january 6th No, we we have to keep the tree in new orleans until king's day which yes. is something i know nothing about uh, it's when but the, the three city is, kings
0: finally met jesus
1: Oh uh, yeah this is kind of a religious thing yes new yeah, orleans is very you're catholic you're welcome yeah, well, it's the it's beginning the, of King it's Cake the season. Holiday, that's how I know it's the, it. Okay?
0: it's the holiday Catholic in me. Woohoo! No, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
1: <laughs> once a year, I'm Catholic. No, I mean um, they, three it's times a, big deal a year. Here.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Wow, well, that's three how bad of a, a Catholic year. I am. <laughs> yeah, so it's the, for me, it initiates King Cake season. Like that's how I know this day. King's Day, King Cake season. King cakes are now going to start flowing around the city. In preparation for Mardi Gras. So, for the next 90 days, well, 60, people are just going to be eating terribly until Ash Wednesday, basically. Mm-hmm. They're going to just do everything terrible that they should stop, but don't have any interest in doing that until what Fat Tuesday is over. And then they quit it for till Easter, right? That's the Catholic yep. tradition. I don't know how any of this works. I just know great king cakes, yum. I sent you a a link for those Mm. website. If you've never had a king cake, a king cake is in celebration for Mardi Gras. And it's hard to explain. Incredibly delicious. And if you ever want to check them out and you're listening, check out Caluda's King Cakes. It's C-A-L-L-U-D-A. You can Google it and you can look at the different flavors. This is the most fun way to gain weight that I know of is Yummy Yummy King Cakes. Of many different flavors, and they go great with everything, but especially coffee. And they're dangerous. It's like a giant, multicolored glitter sugar donut. It just makes me they happy even delicious. thinking about it. They're so damn good. They're so damn good. <laughs> well, I was asking about the fireworks because it seems pointless, but for some reason in New Orleans proper, they won't let. Uh, normal, like, street-level fireworks go off. But they will let people, um, you know, big shows that people can go to the lakefront or something and do that. But I live right on the boundary of New Orleans proper in a little suburb called Harahan. And here, the neighborhood right behind this Catholic church that's right across the street is very, very, like, hoity-toity well-to-do lots of big houses and old money and they hire the neighborhood with the church will hire like a pro fireworks display that is a, maybe 150 yards from my house and from the time it gets dark until about 12:15, and increasing all the way up to midnight it sounds like i live in a war zone And I live in an old house with like single pane windows. And when I say that the, you know, I almost want to call it an ordinance because of the level of explosions that are going on around me are so heavy duty that it's shaking the walls and windows of my house, but it's insanely beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's funny how I've changed because in Arizona, anybody who's lived in the desert, it's really not something they want you to do because it's so dry. You're just going to start a fire. <laughs> yeah. So there's no, like, no fireworks except for maybe around a mountain or something. And here it's everywhere. So it is all down my street, people lighting up their own fireworks. And then the big fireworks that are really close. It is traumatic for my dogs because it's just like constant explosions, constant explosions, gorgeous, super loud, and so much gun smoke and gunpowder smoke. That there's a fog cloud that you cannot see through, and the whole area smells like it. But it's a lot of fun. And when I first moved here, I swear I was the old miser, you know, bending the curtains back and looking out the window all angry, like, are these guys crazy? Won't they shut the fuck up? Like I was pissed off because my <laughs> Can dog you was kids cut out.
0: that out? <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. I was very old misery. Like, shut up.
2: We're trying to, we're trying to watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> You but, make that sound like it's a bad thing.
1: I I mean I'm not like, saying it's I, a bad thing. I'm just <laughs> saying like it's funny cuz now You're
2: describing me still. So I'm still I'm that having way. my feelings hurt <laughs> while you d- deride the old man in the house. I'm st- we didn't go out <laughs> and light me fireworks, but now it's like oh that's just
1: Boudreaux. Let's just call him Boudreaux. You know <laughs> it's just Guidry down the street lighting off those M80s. Uh, they're just going to be wacky. But I mean, I'm not kidding you. I was cleaning up bottle rockets and fire, firework debris in my neighborhood, like in my yard. Like oh. it was in my yard. And I had backed my car way back mm. towards my house. So that because I was worried about something overshooting and running into something. And so I'd yeah. like put my truck there to because my truck's an old truck. So I don't mind if a bottle rocket hits my truck. But yeah, I was totally old misery. About like, did it hit my car? Look at all this mess! It's the most old man I feel is during those times. he's like Fourth of July yeah. here and New Year's. I'm, you know, I'm distracted firebirds. by the pretty colors. But <laughs> I love them. we're I coming use. around. It's taken a few years. First couple of years, it was very much. I can't hear my television. You better <laughs> stop all that noise out there.
2: And you can't call the cops because what like, made you turn the corner? What changed? Why did that change? I think it has to do with just copium,
1: man. You know, like you're not going to stop it, and you kind of get tired of getting upset about it, so you kind of work. Well, oh, I never it. get
2: tired of being upset.
1: <laughs> it fuels well, me. What can I tell you? I, I certainly, I certainly haven't been as visceral about it in the last few years as recently. Well, good but for you. Good for this is how stupid I am about it, though. I didn't know that it was pro, like that they were hiring a pro. I just thought how I mean, I would I, I've spent consecutive years going, how are they getting these kinds of fireworks? Because it looks so close. I just thought some rich dude was buying pro level fireworks. It wasn't until recently I just found out that they hired a dude, which totally makes a lot more sense and makes me feel insanely stupid that I didn't just go, oh, they hired a pro. Like in my mind, it was they found some you know black market firework dealer, and the cops were looking the other way because they were on the take or some shit. But they hired a <laughs> pro, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, They hired a pro, and but it's really, I mean, look, it's it's enough to mention on a podcast, right? Like it's it, it's no joke. It rattles my home for hours. And you really can't do anything without hearing it. And then at like twelve fifteen on the dot, it goes silent. Like everything mm-hmm. stops, which is crazy. Cause you'd think they would just go on and on, but there's just, there's, it's unbelievable. It's something you guys should experience. You should come and be upset with me, Mitch. Maybe you can re-inspire <laughs> me.
2: I've forgotten uh, my ways. I've lost the no, path. No. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't mean again to kind of like lean on the old miserly thing, but I, I used to love fireworks. Maybe uh, Humble Brag, once you've done fireworks in Hawaii out over the ocean, you're kind of done. <laughs> it's like, what else are they going to do? It's like a double show because they shoot them out over the ocean and they're reflected on the water and it's beautiful and gorgeous and you're on the beach. And then, like, now I'm like, meh. Well, you know, uh, that. Mitch,
1: let me be the first to tell you that you have a really strong argument. That sounds a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <You're> just...
1: <laughs> that sounds... A whole lot better than having yeah. to literally walk through the, the after farts of four and a half hours of expensive explosive being fired in the sky. Yeah, 100% sounds better to do it in Hawaii and watch it off the ocean. <laughs> I think had I seen that, I'd probably
2: be more angry right now. I'm getting the, angrier as I talk about it. Yeah, the fancy pants resorts over there would always put on really big shows. And New Year's, New Year's was a lot bigger deal there than, like, Fourth of July. I, um so, the all the resorts, and so just be like up and down the beach, every resort is basically trying to outdo the other. And it was, it was really something else, it was really cool. Wow,
1: it sounds really cool. I think I kind of have to go and see it at some point you now. You
2: probably should, yeah. It's I think it sounds
1: like a really good bucket list item, personally. <laughs> it does, it really does. Um, one of the things that you know, you say old misery i want you to hold that thought because i'm going to oh. transition here into <laughs> you're something else i know you're going to refer to yourself like this again yeah. but before i get into talking about the sport and in things like that in general becky i want to address the uh the elephant in the room for those <laughs> of you who have been listening long enough you know that uh young beautiful and incredibly successful becky has a Hard crush on JJ Watt. Would you call it a crush? It's a love,
0: it? a love affair,
1: a deep love for JJ Watt, who is what is he classified? Is a defensive end or an outside linebacker?
0: Um, he is a defensive end.
1: Thank you. Okay. Previously,
0: a, previously a <laughs> tight end.
1: <laughs> not, she would defend she, his. has been end. following him for a long time.
0: Yeah. Yes, I have.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, arguably a legend in the sport. The guy Future is incredible. Future first Hall ballot. of Famer. I first agree. Ballot. With you first ballot Hall of Famer. The man first starts shattering your fantasy world by deciding to have children with his wife. God, I mean, what kind of person how, does that?
0: How dare he?
1: I mean, first, saying, like, <laughs> first that happens and scars you for permanent ever, <sighs> and then now. Just when you thought maybe you could get over it and just focus on the man playing the game, he retires from the NFL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you doing okay?
0: Actually, I'm doing surprisingly well. There were future shows. Forget about him. Um, no, I knew it was coming. After the um, after he had the AFIB situation.
1: Oh, uh, I, 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 was, I was waiting for you to say after I tapped his line and heard him talking to his agent about it. No, I was uh-huh. no <laughs> <issues. laughs>
0: I wish. I wish. <laughs> um, no, I, after he did the press conference where he talked about having AFib and he started crying, I said, I looked at my mom and I said, he's retiring at the end of the season. And she's like, no, he wants a ring. And I'm like, no, he's done his well i'm sure now
1: that he has he's a dad i mean yeah
0: i said afib's no joke i said he's worried about his health he wants to be there for his son he's done and little did i know i would be right
1: (laughs) well and how interesting about the afib because that's sort of correlating to where we're going to go with this in a sense Mm -hmm. right i mean yeah and that's you know i wanted to ask you about judge Y cuz we always have a little fun with the fact that we know you're stalking him privately and that he receives yeah. uh, <laughs> un, unmarked letters from an unknown person randomly that at That's not like me. Yeah, I can't change just...
0: my perfume. <laughs>
1: Just a, a, a smell like you and have a picture of a random Christmas tree.
0: Because in my <laughs> head, if I change, if, if I keep, house, I keep spraying the letters with my perfume, and then I'm like, shit! I kind of put myself in a hole because what if I'm out somewhere and he smells that and he's like, I know that smell, and I, you know, I can't change my perfume now.
1: Yeah, but you know what would yeah. happen is the wife, his wife, would probably know the smell first, right? Because yeah, be like,
0: I can take her. She's I'm from terrible. Chicago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm putting her down he'll love me after that
0: <laughs> i've been well, watching I you i can make her disappear i'm just kidding you're taking
1: just kidding. notes taking notes just yeah just okay. kidding how to stalk 101
0: fbi if you're listening i was just kidding
1: <laughs> yeah those are just jokes this does not constitute a threat to jj watt or his family
0: i need like a what's one of those warnings <laughs> Pretty right, here well, to play. Before,
1: <laughs> I had to ask and I wanted to know, but it's good to know you're doing good. And then of course, I, you know, it's going to be sad because I won't be able to have fun with him being a part of the topics to bring up to kind of poke and see how you're doing.
0: Um, we're still going to talk about him. He's still alive. He's not dying.
1: No, he's over. I'm no still going to love life. him forever. forever. Until he gets fat.
0: He will never get fat. Just watch. But it's you know what? I will next. probably still love him.
1: Yeah, well, isn't that kind of the way for people from Chicago and Illinois? I mean, don't you kind of? Derek Jeter got fat, And
0: and I still still love him him a little bit. A little bit. He he breaks my heart because he went for a girl my age. Could have been me. But not you. Could have been me. Bastard. I would have given him a son.
1: (laughs) You just just dial it in. You got a secret dial there son. (laughs) This time I'm going to let it happen. I know people who can do things. You want a sun? I'll get you a sun tonight. I'll get you a sun by five PM. <laughs> You're like Walter Solcheck for babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So making it a making a, a hard transition to something a little more serious, and and where I think uh, you know we've made jokes in many episodes about uh, we apologize before we start talking about sports uh, because we know Mitch is going to have to grind his teeth through our <laughs> our 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 yammering on about something he really doesn't care for or about uh but that kind of pertains and uh, we had becky had sort of touched on this before we really hit the record button we want to get your honest reaction and you said you didn't know what we were referring to when we were kind of tapping around the subject matter
2: i'm on and, the uh, edge of
1: my seat huh i'm on the edge of my seat well, it's gonna be I, I do think it's gonna be interesting to get your reaction now. Yeah. Sure, go, so, okay, do it okay. Alright, well, so we're, we're at a moment Before we do that, we're gonna take a quick break And then we'll jump right in uh, We'll be oh, right back
0: Leaving you on the edge of your seat
1: That's a tease, gentlemen <laughs> Hey kids, it's Don Shinhan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile History Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on ruminationsradionetwork.com. And we're back from our break. Okay, let's get right in. So I'm going to describe this to the audience, to people who may not know what, happened or what's going on and uh, i'll be telling this to mitch at the same time and then of course i think i'm gonna have to see a lot of ground to the uh medical pro here who can give insight on some things that i don't know and really will have her own unique opinion on this as well and so where this starts and why i think it'll be interesting to get mitch's reaction is when we first talked about football the three of us the sport of american football I remember vaguely that, Mitch, your feelings about football were that it was sort of modern-day gladiatorial games and that it was uh, overtly violent and that you really did—and it's a fair opinion— that you thought it was sort of pointless and not worth being a fan of it because
2: of those things. Am I getting that accurate? Well, I I think you're generalizing it a little bit. Okay, I want to be sure. I want to be fair.
1: It's, well, not I know criticism. I know
2: you do because it's not that I feel that way about football, so much as I feel that way about all sports, all sports <laughs> all sport. no, okay. I, I like, no, I not particularly football that and the gladiatorial and violence. like are much more violent sports than than football like UFC, like i I laugh at UFC every time that it remotely crosses my path like i'm just embarrassed for the human race human cockfighting yeah yeah so So, (laughs) so no i don't i don't deride uh football any more than i deride all sports
1: I I I would I just keep it like in my head. I imagine a version of this conversation where you go, "It's not. It's not just football. It's all sports." And I I only slightly think less of people who are
2: fans of these sports. <laughs> just to get a jab at it. Too. I always stop short of actually saying that, though. <laughs> but we know you it's might be true. It's
0: appreciated. We know
1: you feel it. So okay. So the reason this is pertinent is that it really did a moment in this last weekend's array of games that are played every weekend during the season. Uh, And, and almost every game, somebody gets injured in some way. And there's a lot of injuries that go around, but normally there's a, a very calculated reaction because these injuries are for the most part expected, not necessarily from that person, but, they're going to expect concussions. They're going to expect uh, ligament type injuries, ACL tears, or they're going to expect cramps, pulled muscles, um, broken ribs. They're going to. Ex- there's definitely those injuries in their routine, and there's a method to them handling them. And you can see how routine they are in the reaction of the staff and the players on the field, and in. A very rare event you've had moments where something else happens, something more serious, and that you get to see this collision of mortality and humanity and this sport that you accurately for for reasons that we can understand or are, are saying why you don't like it and that 's what happened this weekend during monday night 's game between two teams one from cincinnati one from buffalo if you if you know the sport then you know that's the Bengals and the bills both of these teams are very um talented and competing for
0: the game uh, of the season
1: yes yeah, basically one the game of the season if not one well verse, vice versa one of the games of the season mm-hmm. if not the game of the season both in the same division both fighting for number one spot very important game and early in the game first quarter
0: First, within first
1: the first uh, eight minutes of the game. First eight minutes of the game. So um, if you're not familiar with football, contact happens all the time. High velocity, people running full sprint, tackles, hits, head down hits. And like I was talking about, all those injuries come from that in the past. And you can usually tell when a hit is harder than normal. And often it yeah. gets an excited reaction from people. But this, sometimes the worst... Things happen on hits that don't look particularly bad, and in this case, a man on the defensive side of the field for Buffalo was doing his job. Mitch, I know this is boring for you so far. um (laughs) throws, you know, quarter a play occurs, and the normal contact of that play happens between two players: wide receiver and a safety. Safety. Mm -hmm. Demar Hamlin. We refer to the man's name. And this man, for the first few seconds after contact, looks like every play you've ever seen. Where he stood up after hitting the receiver to bring him down, stands up, straightens his helmet, and on the broadcast, the camera cuts away. You don't see.
0: No, it didn't cut him. away
1: when he dropped. Initially? It did not cut
0: away when he. Okay, I was dropped. a
1: different channel. Mm-hmm. So the, I want to take a moment and say, we'll go back to our reaction on how he dropped the reason i'm bringing it up is because this man dropped on the field from his having an impact on his chest that changed how his heart was acting that
0: that hasn't been confirmed yet
1: well that's what people are theorizing right
0: yeah that's a theory hasn't been confirmed yet
1: goes down on the ground and immediately the staff are around him He's unresponsive, or he's responsive at first, and then his heart stops during the game. This is not a normal thing. These professionals on the field and on camera are performing CPR, nine minutes of CPR, and they have to use, I forget the letter AED uh, uh, electric device to reset his heart. This is serious stuff going on on the field. And of course he's re- they restart his heart, they end up loading him into an ambulance also something that's not normal. The game is in that moment frozen. Now I'm going to fast forward and say the reason I'm comfortable talking about this now where I wouldn't be otherwise is that he looks at this point to be okay. But it's several days later. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to ruin the details of what he went through from the moment that he drives away in the ambulance until the moment they remove the breathing tube. But he's okay at this point, so I feel like we can talk about it. And the reason I'm bringing it up and going through all this detail is because it did make, just like Becky had brought up before we started recording, it made me think of, Mitch's opinion of the sport in general, because typically I am a sports fan and I don't see all of those other injuries as these deeply human moments. And you don't see it on the way the people react on the field, the players or the staff. And for me, I know you haven't seen it, Mitch, but seeing them, the actual players, his. There weren't players anymore, right? They instantly mm-hmm. became both sides, both teams are are literally on the field, and they don't Something. know what they're having to deal with. The reality that this guy is for all they think he's gonna die, they think he's dead on the field, and they mm-hmm. think he's gonna die. And to see them processing that in real time was one of the thoughts. And I assume that's what you were saying earlier, Becky, was that you did have this moment where you I thought about what Mitch was saying the first time we talked to him about sports and football and the violence of it and and you're you're sort of in our heads there Mitch and so this is one of those moments where you see these grown men peak athletic shape and the game didn't nothing mattered at that moment other than this person being hurt and on a level that made them scared for their own for their friend, but also for themselves, right? Because they do this all the time. I'm sure it made them question a lot of things. But seeing that emotion on the field, like on the field specifically, the players reacting to it was surprise. I guess I, I mean, not surprising, but I don't know it's how to explain. Hu- it. What it, would humanized. You it humanized. It humanized them because
0: I think a I lot have of times, so as, many comments. as fans, we forget that our favorite players and the people that go out there every Sunday, Monday, you know, and Saturday with college football, we think of them as these like, you know, like heroes or villains or not just like people. We don't think of them you as that. We like,
1: you forget they're vulnerable. You forget right. We they're, put they're, them on they're, these they're, pedestals
0: yeah. and, you know, we get mad at them when we, when we, when they don't do well in fantasy and, you know, like, you know, we're happy when they make the good hits, which is kind of like, you know, That's looking at one. it now with everything that yes. happened, you're like, God, I'm such a monster for thinking that, you know, but, yeah. you know, we put these people in this, you know, bubble, pedestal, whatever you want to call it. And then to see these men on the field being human, it was kind of, I, I hate to, <laughs> it's, it, I don't want to say cool but it just brings you back to, like, remembering, like, yes, these are humans. Stop. Stop being mad at them for not performing in fantasy. You know, think about them, too. Right. It was, I, I don't know,
1: well, very in interesting of, to see. One, well, it's, 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 I've had the same reaction where I thought about how I've gotten hype over Big hits, big monster hits on somebody, and I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a, I love that part of the game, the defensive part of the game, and yeah. there's, I mean, look there's at, plenty look of times like, I felt that way.
0: For me, like J.J. Watt, he sacks the quarterback. Like he viciously runs towards a man with his goal to put that man flat on his ass. Like, yeah, I root for that.
1: I I've, I've definitely kinda, done that in the past and this know, put it, it in a different light you, for you.
0: This puts it into perspective. I mean, I'm still going to be a like a sports fan, but it kind of you know, I play fantasy football and aside from that, I'm going to be a little bit more kind I think in my mind.
1: Yeah, less 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 blood thirsty yeah like about the sport for sure. like
0: i can let a player's performance ruin my day sometimes and i think after seeing this i'm not gonna let that happen anymore because they're I, human I, they have bad days too yeah.
1: i had a cloud bubble like a television show where i had like mitch looking at me over my shoulder like i told you it was a barbaric sport. <laughs> uh, and I, was, I felt shame. I was like, I've, I've totally rooted for the big hit before. And Mitch, yeah. the cloud bubble, Mitch is like, I know. I know. That's Except in
0: his cloud bubble, you have like a really long gray beard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you just, so you know, you sit
0: with your hands, like praying hands kind of to your face.
2: So why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I can't grow that beard because of the, the Native American blood. It just it doesn't. I can't grow that beard. It just doesn't happen. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll buy you a fake one.
2: <laughs> well, we're gonna Thanks. put the
1: weirdest fake beard on you now. Yeah, I mean, so I, 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 I'll I'll follow up by saying, you know that you know, good on the NFL for canceling the game and not restarting five minutes later. I have feelings waiting... about that. Well, well, and that we'll get to that, but yeah. um, uh and and certainly, like I said, the man was um. And we'll get to talking about what he went through, but he's okay now. We'll get there. Uh, but so I told you all of that to describe the situation because I, I feel like Mitch is definitely going to want more details and have questions. But I wanted to get your reaction to that being not only our reaction as football fans, but as proof that, I mean, you totally can't be argued with, sir. You're right. It's a barbaric no. sport.
2: No. And, I don't think we have enough time left to really dig into this the way that it should be. And there's nothing that I can say that's not going to have like a certain tone or flavor or uh, aroma of gloating. <laughs> so I, I don't mean it. That, you know, I sure, certainly, certainly. I don't mean that. You know way, what I mean? That. So there's nothing that I can say that's going to be quite appropriate. The thing is that I'm glad, but also a little saddened. And so no offense and nothing but love for you both. No, sure. But when you talk about like suddenly they're human, that makes me sad. And that really makes it kind of, like you said, kind of makes my point. Yeah. But, you know, additionally, you know, recently my nephew uh, sustained like a shattering, just blew out his knee, awful, he may not play again, injury injury uh in a high school sports and he was being scouted and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and it's just devastating and that was going to be part of his college plans and and that's really sad and i feel for it you know it's like if i suddenly lost my left hand and could no longer play guitar i recognize the the trauma and the passion and the the horrible loss of someone's unable to to do something that they love i guess i'm just saying love something better than sports I don't know. That's awful to say, but I just, I don't know, man. I I feel bad. That's an emotion though. I think it's
1: a fair emotion
2: because I think
1: what you're, what you're talking about with, did you say it was your nephew? My nephew. Yeah. So you're, so this is a good example. I feel so bad for him, you know? Well, but this is a good example of what I think both Becky and I are referring to is that because we've been fans from childhood, I mean, I think that's, I'm not, Telling lies out of school here, Becky. Right? You've been no. a football fan mm-hmm. since you were a kid, right? Yep. So I think that I'm I'm definitely highlighting the fact that we're sort of we're conditioned as an audience and as fans the same way that I think uh, the athletes that are on the field are. Where the reason I'm putting a spotlight on the way that their reaction moved me, and because we don't see it, it puts a big focus on the fact that we are conditioned to injuries like the ones that happen, the one that happened to your nephew, right? Which is a horrible life changing injury that involves a lot of recovery effort and pain and changes the direction of lives. And it happens all the time in that sport and as fans and because it's so common, I mean, how many times have you heard a similar story that you don't stop and we you i mean i'm guilty i'm not defending it i'm totally guilty of hearing about a prospect being recruited or even having you know draft potential his lifelong dream of being a pro blows out his knee and that is no longer an option and you know that's
2: well i mean beyond even playing sports he's got like shattered pieces of bone like all over in his leg yeah. and it's just all jacked i'm like dude, you know, you could have just not been playing football. I mean, I know life is full of risk. I know we can't walk out the door without taking a chance, but if you're going to, if you have to take a chance, why can't it be for something meaningful or something that has deeper or better implications for the human experience? And I just don't believe that sports is that. And I, I get it. I know a lot of people do, and I'm not deriding, deriding that. I, I, I just don't understand it. You have to understand that I don't understand, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I allow for the fact that I don't get it and that it does not appeal to me and that I can't see around all the other things that are negative to me about it, that it to me doesn't enlighten or in any way uplift the human experience. And I get it. I respect the 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 talent and the hard work and the mm-hmm. discipline to become like a world-class athlete. I get all that. But to risk breaking my neck diving into the end zone when i could instead go on a hike and appreciate nature or do something kind for my fellow man like i just that's that's where i, I draw the line and see this is why i didn't want to talk about it because i just come off like an asshole here's this guy that could have lost his life and that's horrible that's horrible for his friends his family it everyone is. around him but i just i don't i don't get it i don't see how th- the risk doesn't the, the the reward the payoff the balance of that investment doesn't make sense to me personally, mm-hmm. and I can't I cannot endorse it. Well, and and the, here's the thing: I I think that the what we're effectively saying
1: is the reason it's worth talking about and getting your reaction on is it really? I don't think you sound like an asshole. No, I, I don't think you sound like. A, I really think it's it's an interesting moment because we're both looking at the game and what we enjoy about it and how we receive it in a bit of a different light not only because of the event itself but the first words that I really thought of in that first seriously were hey maybe this is more barbaric than I'm really giving it credit for I'm not bashing them. I'm on the other side of it too I'm not bashing the sport I still love football but sure. it definitely uh High. I don't know. For some reason, it just gave me more of an appreciation for your point of view. I'm not even trying to highlight the humanity of it for the sake of the humanity of it. I think the reason that it's important in terms of my reaction and Becky's reaction is because we weren't used to seeing that. You don't see that's that.
0: never happened
1: in the in the
0: history of that yeah,
1: you, you don't see. I mean, and look, I want to say this about. The league, too. Like you 20 years ago, or 30 or 40 years ago, if the same thing had happened, they would have carted him off the field and played the game the rest of the mm-hmm. game. They would, if not five or 10 minutes later, then the next day. And there are a lot of people out there who feel very strongly that they should have. And there are a lot, I, I know Buffalo fans that are so upset that they were saying things that i thought were way over the line like well if buffalo doesn't want to play football they should forfeit the rest of the season like they're yeah. that petty Gee, and upset about it they don't see the humanity can. right <laughs> like they don't see the what the human, human side of it and i have a lot of you know I, i'm not saying everything was perfect but i honestly was surprised that the league was like but we're it gonna wasn't wait the league. and see how it we-
0: it was okay so this is
1: where we're going to get into the other part of this conversation but i just wanted to point out that uh it had an effect on me it made me think of your opinion and how it validated your perspective and point of view not that you needed it but from my perspective it opened my eyes to something about my own fandom and i think that's what becky was saying too i don't want to speak for you of course Mm -hmm. but um Yeah, that's, that's why we wanted to get your reaction, man. And I'm glad you were honest about it, because I kind of thought that that's where it would go. And how are we not highlighting that you are right? in more than one way, right? I mean, you really, I'm not, I don't think you,
2: I think both of us are kind of, but I don't want to be right. I, you know, that's, you know, that's not, not what I'm for the sake, sake it's of It's not being right. Not it's, saying, not being
0: right. I, it's being, it's giving another opinion that not many people think about. And it's a, an opinion to be very much appreciated after everything that's happened this week.
2: Well, I'm glad
1: he's okay. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're all very, very happy that he's okay. So let's, let's move on past that uh, one spot of it. Now you were saying you have opinions about that and that it wasn't the league. They, to me, I'm just glad that they waited or something involved was causing there to be a halt until they knew mm-hmm. how he was doing. He was put into an induced coma, right?
0: Yes, and that was and to prevent a, a reperfusion injury.
1: And so he, they were trying to make sure he didn't have brain death. Correct. So this is a serious moment in... Football history that mm-hmm. will probably change a lot of people's minds on how they see the sport. Clearly, it won't change everybody's mind. What are your differing opinions on how they should handle it, Becky? And who 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 halted the game? Besides, are you talking about the coach, I, Cincinnati's coach? Or I mean, no, uh, no, no, Buffalo's no. Coach?
0: From watching it, because I've been watching football all day. Because that was a great football day. You had the Cotton yeah, Bowl, was, you yeah. had the Rose Bowl, and then you're going to have the best, you know, NFL game of the season. So sitting there watching it and like from a medical standpoint he went down and you instantly knew what happened like from a medical you know like with my background I knew I was like holy shit he's dead
1: yeah the way he dropped looked like somebody snatched the soul out of him like yeah it it really was a different immediately he just felt like a
0: board like a board and I was like I started crying Really? Because I don't, I'm not a big fan of injuries. Like I don't like to see them. Right. And when he went down, I was like, he's dead. That kid is dead. And then like the first commercial break happened and I could start, I could see them through the huddle starting CPR. And I was like, he's dead. That kid is dead. And I am watching a dead person on TV. That is what was going through my mind. And I was like, how, how? Do they come back and play this game? You can't. I was like, "Do not force these men to do that."
2: Well, you know, I
1: I I agree. I felt the same way. The in the photos and in some of the on-field images of what was going on with the other teammates, like I'm, I like seeing the kind of not not. Of course, everybody's in trauma at that moment, but seeing I, there's a picture of Stefan. No, it wasn't Stefan Diggs. It was. I'm trying to think of his name. I think it was a linebacker. Is it Tre'Davious White?
0: Tre'Davious White. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That that there is a six foot eight, huge offensive lineman that is hugging Tre'Davious White Mm -hmm. and like comforting him and trying. I mean, that stuff really struck a chord with me because you don't see. You're never going to see that. You don't you we're not used to seeing that kind of instant reaction to trauma and then that yeah. kind of um pardon the use of a term that makes me smile, but that kind of man on man affection man love like but it really was happening in real time, mm-hmm. and it did bring up it did bring a lot of thoughts to mind that are the same as you I don't you know I felt bad for times where I've gotten hype about a huge hit where somebody got hurt or when yeah. you're upset. And I mean, it just, it did give me a lot of personal reflection. I still com- contend that, you know, cloud bubble Mitch really is in my head in the, in that moment. And he was, I, I know it sounds funny and it kind of makes me laugh, but it's true. I thought about it. I thought about how I was a fan of a barbaric sport and mm-hmm.
2: it did make you think me think we could find someone who could like, uh, you know, sketch up that picture of me with the beard. Oh, I oh, yeah.
0: certainly
1: think we could. Yeah, for sure.
0: Hell yeah.
2: Okay, great. We need,
1: that. <laughs> we need to get that going. For any time that anybody crosses the threshold into like an awareness of their humanity. <laughs> like <laughs> Cloud <laughs> Bubble Mitch shows up and goes, Hello, chosen one. You are now seeing <laughs> things in a broader scope, in a new light. <laughs> so who was the who was the responsible for it was postponing the-, the game?
0: It was the captains and the coaches for both teams because the NFL wanted them to play again. That's what was taking so long.
1: Oh, so I hadn't seen the, the, any official word that the, the league wanted them to play again.
0: Well, there is no official word because it right. will make the league look bad. But if you listen to all the press that's been happening this week, both Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott have come forward and said it was a decision from team captains, and them as coaches, not from the NFL.
1: So Sean and McDermott.
0: I believe that's why the NFL PA got involved.
2: Oh, and had to release a statement.
0: They had to release right. a statement that night. Because I truly, truly believe the NFL wanted this game to happen because they didn't want um, not playing this game to fuck up.
1: Playoffs. The playoffs they were worried about the playoffs yeah they weren't worried about it that that would not uh surprise it me, surprise me that at, wouldn't surprise it doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise me at all. one bit
0: but for <laughs> it to be uh, for it to be a conversation like that that it has to come from the players and not from a commissioner made me a little sick to my stomach like you so, see, you see your athlete. You're a commissioner of a league, and you see your athletes suffering like this, and you're going to expect them to go back on the field.
1: Yeah, that's that's the, the corporate machine. The I NFL, hate to right? break it. Yeah. I hate
0: to break it to everybody. As somebody that's performed CPR on people before, that's hard to come back from, and that's saying a lot. Well, to I watch think, somebody have yeah. CPR performed on them, and then to have to go back and do your job. That's hard. I mean, we how, have to do it because there's affect? no other choice. There's no other choice for a medical professional to do it. But in an instance where that's not the norm, how do you expect somebody to come back from that? And how do you expect them to even play a game, a game, a stupid game
1: at it's this point? Game. Yeah. it's a game.
0: I, I don't understand how that wasn't automatically we're done with this game. I will never understand that. And I'm so deeply disappointed.
1: Well, I, and again, I'm not surprised that that would be the case. Um, You know, high, high praise to coach McDermott for, I think he's quoted as saying, I can't coach this game. I need to be in the Mm -hmm. hospital with um, DeMar and be with his family. I thought that was noble. I like hearing uh, stories like that and representations of character like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have uh, kind of on your point about if it were the case that the NFL wanted them to play and the captains and everybody came together with the players association, decided to push it back. You know, a lot of football's a religion in Louisiana. So there's a lot of people who mm-hmm. are old school, you know, let's say the over 60 crowd was very much like play the game. They should have replayed the game right after or continued or whatever. Uh, One of those people that I know was said something I found humorous and possibly so believable, and that's that there's some 25-year-old new hire in the PR department for the NFL that in the moment was like, hey, 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 hang on, hang on. Here's a moment for us to look like we're good people. After, what, 20 years of the nfl looking terrible and mismanaging the, you know whatever crisis after crisis some young guy is on in the ear of roger goodell saying let's let's go with the captains here this is gonna be bad be- this is worth the pr credit that was this cynical thing and it it was hard for me to say that it's completely unbelievable if that were the case not so different than what you're saying about they wanted to play and and decided not to
0: well i think that's what took so long because i mean i don't know if you if you ended up watching after like everything just how long that they were oh, let's go back to, you know, Adam Schefter and and Booger in the studio. And then it was back to the on-field people. And then it was back to the guy that was at the hospital. And it was just all this back and forth while they sat and tried to figure out what they were going to do with the game. And I think it's because they were arguing about what the proper thing would be to do. Because you know if it would have been... A different commissioner who (laughs) we don't like Roger Goodell in this house, but (laughs) 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 if it would have been an automatic decision, it would have been made and not this back and forth on ESPN's part, trying to find the words to say and figure out, you know, what are we going to do? And going back to people who are completely speechless and a little bit traumatized themselves. It was it was kind of hard to watch there for a
1: minute. Yeah, no, I think you're onto something. I honestly think if I would have known that was your take, I would have had to encourage you to do your best Alex Jones impression, you know, or or hired or gotten Brando to come in here to do his Alex Jones impression, talking about the conspiracy. <laughs> the NFL wanted to play that game five minutes later, inhumane. You know, like I just hear him going for it like that. I um, I
0: had I had a very strong opinion about it have had a little bit of time to cool down had we had shot this on like tuesday or wednesday you would have you would have heard all about my opinion
1: <laughs> oh man thermo thermo becky would have been interesting it was, interesting. I it was
0: bad i was angry i was well, disgusted
1: I, I can't blame you for that though i think we're I, I found a little bit of that in myself i didn't know about this activity but i, I see where yeah. you're coming from um
0: but i think one of the most I mean, I hate to say it this way, but I think one of the most beautiful things that's come from this, and it's unfortunate that it had to come from such a horrible situation, is that um, this DeMar had a um, foundation that provides toys for Christmas presents for, you know, kids that don't normally get Christmas presents. And when the game started, it had $2,000 in a GoFundMe account. And as of today, it's $8 million. And yeah, that's still fun me. Began, I think that's
1: beautiful. So I, I'm glad I'm glad you you bring that part up because I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to wrap up this episode with a couple of shout-outs to that end. Um again, the message being an unexpected area where I, I mean, yeah, quite made me look at my own fandom, made me look at the sport a little bit differently and maybe ways that I should have been looking at it the whole time. But uh thank you uh, Cloud Bubble Mitch. But I definitely <laughs> Had did. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still processing it. um. And like you said, there are these great little shining points of humanity in, you know, people donating to his fund or the, the, you know, it's interesting to me that during pandemic, and this is a total different topic for another thing, but I'm, I want to mention the, the fact that my mantra on, on in conversations and in, in people who were very much, talking about this being a miracle that he made it. I've been saying it's the pros, not the prayers. Like I've been saying that to them a lot. I was like, it's yeah. the pros, man, not the prayers. I mean, those. this is where I, I feel like it's, it bothers me that an event like this brings out a bunch of people that all of a sudden have this newfound appreciation yeah. for medical professionals and nurses that have been there the whole time, dealing with this every day all the time and nobody thinks about them until they're having to deal with it right in their, in their face. Um, so, I mean, medical pros are special forces of our world, man, and they deserve mad props. And it's not, recognize. yeah, recognize that, that, that none of this would be ending on a good note. If it weren't for medical professionals who care about saving people's lives. And if it weren't for them and them knowing what to do from the pros that were on the sideline to the EMTs that show up to keep him alive till they get into the hospital, to the doctors, to the staff of nurses and the crew that were watching this man 24 seven, that's, it's good to see people recognizing them as being the impact. And, uh, you know, if not trying to make a big controversy, but, It's the pros, not the prayers for me. I thought that that was um, worth (laughs) pointing out. So I got a lot of great, you know, evidence that there's some humanity and beautiful things out there. And uh, I thought it was worth talking about. And I've, I still want to highlight. I needed Mitch's reaction. It's not a validation, <laughs> but definitely, like, uh, dude, it it was something I thought about, and it seems like that's what Becky thought about too. Like, it, we really did both have that. Same it was a couple. Un- I didn't. Th- I want
0: to be honest. It didn't. It wasn't right away that I thought about it. It was like coming into today, where I was. It was like, for me? Yeah, I was like, I no. can't wait to hear what Mitch has to say about that.
1: <laughs> well, and but that's. I mean, it really does represent where maybe we should be with things it's worth rethinking and if anything i didn't rethink it when he said it the first time but i thought about it a lot after this event you know i mean i i i just really did and so it was a worthwhile reaction i'm and i really appreciate you giving me your your honest two cents, Mitch, and thanks for letting us go over it. I know that was hard for you to get through. It was a whole half hour of us talking <laughs> about sports. <Sorry. laughs> we'll definitely great. not do that again for a while. <laughs> so um
2: I can, say I can appreciate your passion. I get it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a fun thing. Plus, uh, now that we've gotten all through that, I can share that uh I'm super hype on getting a, a made up award for fantasy achievements. I, I won my fantasy football league that I stayed in this year, so I still feel yay. good about it. Yay me. Yay me. I picked the right players. What can I tell you? It, it worked I mean, out.
0: I'm, I won mine, too, but you don't see me gloating about that.
1: Hey, well, maybe you should. <laughs> I mean, two champs, dude. I'm telling you. You're always I mean, I've won.
0: I've won mine for, like, my other league for the last like ten years, so
1: oh, okay. Really... so thanks for the hyperflex. I can't compete <laughs> with that. I think I'm just gonna run with my tail between my legs now and end this here, <laughs> uh, good episode, guys. Thank you very, very much., uh, we appreciate you sticking with us. I mean, if you like what we do, consider hitting that subscribe button. It's worth it. You'll get notifications on when our new episodes come out. Um, we're gonna keep giving our hot takes on things going on in the world, sometimes sports sorry and we'll keep you updated on new developments of of cloud bubble mitch because i really like this character and i think it (laughs) needs to stay around i think it's my new conscience it's going to be what i think about from now on um but anyways check out our website see what we produce for you at ruminations radio network you're going to find a lot of things to keep you entertained that website is network.com. you can find ways to support what we do there on the website as well but in the short term, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate it, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks again for coming back and listening to what we have to say. Next bye, back.
2: Asta, Dark Lord, don't be trite and say bye. I always want to wait until the next like, bye. I'm not Brando, and I, we discussed this last time. I can't say bye after you. <laughs> you can't. Like, Becky doesn't time No, I do. <laughs> no, 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 you guys, I, that's I. I'll say bye now, and I'll just edit this back in. Okay. I'll just put it like, um, <laughs> let a smile be your umbrella. Bye. bye. Oh you know, Jesus. I, bye. <laughs> all right, thanks guys. Now you can say bye. <laughs> okay, all right, bye. Thanks bye. for having us. Okay, bye.